Thanks for tuning in guys, it's Garth, your host from Strength and Shred and today we're going to briefly go over ways and how to get you stronger within the gym. As usual, I'll, ta- I'll have my take-home message and straightforward conclusions at the end of this po- podcast so you know what to do after listening. I think it's important to start off with the defining what muscle strength actually is so we know what we are talking about exactly. Because there's, I feel there's lots of trainers out there confusing the term and getting a lot of people and the general public mixed up with what actually, what strength actually is. So muscle strength has many definitions if you have a look at the literature in the fitness world. But if you stick to the sports science literature, it has been described as the following. Muscle strength is the maximal force generating capacity of a muscle or muscle group in a single contraction. So in other words, that just means lifting some heavy shit for low repetitions. In the world of weightlifting, we have endurance, hypertrophy, strength, and power training. It's been taught for many years that if you're going to start training or even start to rehabilitate someone, if someone's injured, that you start with the endurance protocols of high reps and low weight. Now, the NHS physiotherapists love this kind of stuff. But is it the best way of doing things for the desired outcomes? Recent research states otherwise. Many practitioners like myself question this approach as yes, lifting some weights will stimulate the central nervous system, which is our brain and spinal cord, and it will create a little bit of strength gain, but not as much when you compare it to lifting a much heavier load for lesser reps, for example, four to five reps of a heavy weight. I understand some trainers and therapists may be cautious at first and they don't want to run the risk of the client lifting any given weight with shockingly poor form, essentially causing more harm than good. I get that completely. Some people have really poor body awareness, something we call proprioception. We've all got that friend that can't perform the simplest of things in the gym that you find quite easy. It's just they haven't exposed themselves to that stimulus yet in order to perform that given movement correctly. It's essentially a skill. I must admit, you see some people's technique in the gym, and yes, sometimes they have to lift lighter weights first and master the technique, and only then implement more weight to the situation. Now, letting the body and brain get used to the new movement pattern is sometimes better, probably more so than usual, than merely throwing them into a five rep max back squat for the first time. When I say a five rep max back squat, it's the maximum amount of weight that individual can lift for a squat for five reps. I highly discourage people doing that for the first time if they need to figure it out. I think what's important is master the exercise technique first and then start adding the weight gradually. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on. Now, gaining strength has many important qualities for everybody, not just sports persons. I'm predominantly an endurance sports person, and I use strength training protocols weekly within my own gym. Not only can strength training help the likes of myself, but it can help all all sports as well. Furthermore, as we get older, going away from sports, as we get older, we start losing strength uh, pretty quickly if we don't do anything about it, so if we lead a sedentary lifestyle. So the elderly really need to get on board with this so their quality of life is maintained, so they they can avoid things like slips, trips and falls. 
if it's one thing I've seen an increase in lately, and it's this. Women are pretty awesome at shifting heavy weights around the gym. And if I'm being brutally honest, the women I've trained compared to the men, pound for pound, are much stronger than the geezers. Women seem to embrace the challenge a lot more. Their mobility also tends to be a lot better, which helps with giving lifts such as squats and deadlifts. Many see women as smaller versions of men. Not me, I see lifting potential. Women tend to have better mobility and flexibility, making the more complicated lifts look a lot easier. But here's my take on it, guys, and my first tip. Get the exercise technique mastered first. Then start to gradually increase the weight from one set to the next to find out what your lifting capabilities are when starting out on any given exercise. For example, rather than throwing yourself and guessing what your five rep max is, I'd start off quite light and then slowly add weight on after every set. And once you get to a point of where you think you can't or you couldn't have pushed out a sixth rep, you're probably near your five rep max. It should feel pretty tough at the end of that last fifth rep. Second tip, go for big whole body compound movements, which we've discussed in previous podcasts. Lifts such as deadlifts, your squats, your dips, your push-ups are all massive compound kind of exercises. And make sure it feels quite difficult after performing those five reps like we've said, said before. It wants to feel about 8 out of 10 or even 9 out of 10 efforts, 10 being super difficult. So it doesn't want to be easy. You have to stimulate that central nervous system, again your brain and spinal cord and all the nerves associated with it, to get that desired strength effects. Thirdly, third tip, make sure you rest for at least two minutes in between your sets. So you might want to do five reps, rest for two minutes, and then go back at it again. Now, recent research states that the old three to five minute rest period is only advised for the elderly for maximal recovery. If your rest is insufficient, so if you go below two minutes, you won't be able to lift that big lift again for your other sets, meaning it's kind of a bit of a complete waste of time. And finally, my fourth tip is this. If you're training for something specific in regards to strength, for example, if you're going for a strongman competition or if you're a rugby player or any kind of other sport, you may want to delve deeper into the specific demands of that sport and then delve even deeper still into the position if you play a team sport. I say this because if we take a rugby forward, for example, let's say a prop forward, you know, those massive stocky blokes, that tend to drink pints out of rugby boots after a game, you know, that kind of jazz. Their energy expenditure, so the amount of energy they burn in an average rugby game, that energy comes from 60% of an isometric muscle contraction. Now, an isometric meaning working against a static force, like when they scrum down. There's hardly any movement on our TV screens when we watch it, but the muscles are working a lot to keep everything stable. Judo is another good example of this. They don't look big and bulky, but they are tremendously strong individuals and athletes working against a static force when they are competing against each other. Just because they are big, people in, in gyms, doesn't mean they are strong. This is the biggest misconception in any amateur sport or gym, if you ask me. So going back to the rugby, if this is the case, it may be a good idea to get the big beefy rugby forwards more familiar to working their muscles against a static force. We call this specificity of training. And ladies, if you're listening, the chances are you will not get big and bulky with strength training. 
and you will not you will certainly not start to look like any man anytime soon. The fact that you have 10 times less testosterone than men means you won't get massive doing this. Toned, but not massive. And to summarize, folks, with the take-home messages, first of all, number one, lift big compound movements. Number two, mass your techniques first and then make the weight heavy for five reps to start off with. Three, get enough rest in between your sets so you can lift big for your for the following sets. Number four, get specific if you train for a sport or a specific activity. Having said all the above, there are many different lifting protocols we can use in the gym and I'll maybe discuss these in another podcast as it, it is quite lengthy. If any of you listening to this needs help and support with your training, simply drop me a line via Instagram at Garth Strength and Shred or go over to my website at strengthandshred.co.uk for further details. Chat soon.